What's up, y'all? Dave Stovall here. You're listening to the Disciple Makers Podcast by Discipleship.org. Today's episode features Steve McCoy from Small Circle, and he's talking about his app. These are free disciple-making tools for you and for me that we can use to help us in the one-on-one scenario of discipleship. I'm somebody who has discipled in the large group because I'm a worship leader, and I also lead a home group, which is mixed gender. It's about 16 people in there. And then I also had a transformation group for a while, which was six guys. But one area that I really struggled in was the one-on-one discipleship relationship. So I went to my app store and downloaded the small circle tools for myself. It was super easy. You can do it. And this episode is going to fill us in on how to use these tools and how to be effective in discipling people in the one-on-one atmosphere. All right, let's jump in and hear one more time from Steve McCoy with Small Circle. Enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to our session limit. I always like to ask just to kind of get a feel. How many of you are, this is your first session and with uh, Small Circle? Good, excellent. Awesome. Get out. Okay, nice. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do what I always do. It's been about 120 seconds to kind of catch you up to, to what Small Circle is in a nutshell, elevator speech. And then um, this session is about the mobile app. So I'm super excited to share that with you. And so uh, let me pray and then we'll, we'll get underway. God, thanks for a day uh, that's already been full of a lot of information, a lot of things that we're learning, a lot of things to digest. And once again, God, we're going to keep asking you to help clear the cobwebs of our minds and unclutter our thinking and help us to hear your voice, that you're uniquely speaking to each of us, God, that what we should take back to our own church families and ministries, God, that you want to use. Thank you so much for Jesus and for the model that he always is of disciple-making, pouring and investing into others because of his his love for them. So God, in this session, we ask that uh, you kind of uh, give us a sense of uh, awakeness, help us to not uh, get too sleepy here. And so pray, God, that you'll do those practical things for us. And uh, we love you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm a lead pastor. Uh, If we haven't met yet, lead pastor in Sarasota, Florida. And uh, we are, um, uh, we planted the church about 15, uh, 16 years ago. And the reason we planted the church was uh, because it was a dream, an experiment of sorts, to see if we could have a church that was deprogrammed and not so cluttered so that we could focus on disciple making. Um, when I came to Christ in my 20s, I was studying uh, music um, as a concert pianist and um, came to Christ and the pastor who led me to Christ and uh, was from India. Took me under his wings for about a year and a half um, at a one-to-one Paul Timothy level. And I, my joke is I thought you got, Christians were like AA. You join up and you get a sponsor. And uh, that didn't, because uh, I think that part of their program is like, hey, that's a really good idea, right? And so I uh, went to seminary, didn't find it, served in a really large church and didn't find it. And so uh, in our church cultures, we have circles of influence or circles of relationships and content. And most churches operate in a two-circle operating system, um, meaning big circle, we have worship gatherings of some kind. And then mid-circle, we have groups of some kind, home groups, Bible studies, adult Sunday school classes, etc., I like to point out in each session that both of these circles are beautiful. They're beautifully distinctive. I think that they're, they're, that they're needed. Uh, Jesus used these environments. He preached to crowds. Of course, he had his core group of disciples. I think we often overlook the, the small circle that Jesus had, and that is the intentional, customized, confidential, one-to-one relationships that he had especially with John on a long-term basis, but also those encounters that were personalized that he had with Nicodemus, and he had with the woman at the well, and he had with Thomas, and he had with Zacchaeus, and he had with Martha, and each of those conversations were very personal to that person. 
And so what we have found in the church culture is this exists in most churches, but at a very limited and organic level. In other words, uh, every church has a, a Yoda or two that just seems to do this naturally, but we're trying to change the DNA of a church culture and create a movement, and therefore our champion is the everyday person. That's going to play into our final session because we're going to be looking at uh, the technology side of the small circle tools. And so uh, we are uh, going to champion who we call Soccer Mom Sally. Soccer Mom Sally, just to remind you, is a single mom. She has two children. She works nine to five. She wakes up at O'Dark 100 to get the kids ready, lunch ready, get them to school on time, drive to work, work a full day, put the kids in after school program, pick them up at 5.30, come home, make dinner, clean up from dinner, do the homework with her two kids, get bath time, have put them in bed, and by that time, Sally's pretty darn exhausted. She's going to rinse and repeat tomorrow, and she's going to do that the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And some of you might be living that life yourselves, but there are plenty of them in our churches. And so we try to have, uh, we're going to have, uh, uh, we, we need to make room for Sally. And if Sally doesn't do it in your church, then you, you don't have a uh, DNA culture of, of disciple making. So that's our champion. So I want to talk to you about, um, in this session, um, our, our uh, mobile app. And I'd like to say from the beginning, for those of you that are first time in our sessions, that we, uh, years ago, wrestling match with God, long story short, we decided to say, hey, our tools are without cost. And so there's no, um, so when we talk about the app, there's no premium version that you're going to get hit up with, the ultimate gold version. I keep thinking, you know, like my airline and my hotel, I kind of fly with the same thing and I'm like, I'm gold now. But then I recognize there's like 14 precious metals above gold. So I never knew that. Yeah. So I moved from like nickel to gold. I was feeling pretty good, right? So anyway, no, no premium version uh, uh, coming up. So um, we have, if, if I might, give you just a, a little bit of an overview. We have two tools that are in print. You can go to our website. You can download them. You'll see also when you go to download them, we're in many languages. So if you have a global uh, outreach, uh, we support that a lot. And so we support translations. We support, we have about 50 languages so far, probably 100, 110 countries at this point. So you'll see them listed there and you can click on them and download them and, uh, and whatnot. Same thing for the mobile app. So smallcircle.com will get you there. Just click on get the tools. And um, so we have two main tools in print. One is for brand new believers. It's pretty standard, if I might say that. Uh, just talking about the, you know, the bite-sized pieces of of the uh, a new believer, your new identity, how to begin to read the Bible, how to begin to pray, etc. So, the the we still at that level maintain a one to one uh, relationship. We think it's super important. So many times when I came to Christ, I just had so many questions, and to be honest, still got a bunch of dirt on my shoes from the world, you know. And so you're trying to figure it all out. And so many times we put a person in a new member class or we put them in a group setting. And um, as you know, everybody in the church looks better than you. And especially when you come to Christ, it looks like everybody's got their act together. So you're not going to raise your hand and say, hey, I'm addicted to blah, 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 or I'm really losing my temper. And, you know, so those things are worked out, especially with a new believer. Uh, so Ray had asked me before we started, by the way, hey, do you have to be linear with this? In other words, do I, I can't get in a group until I'm in the you know, worship service and I can't get in small circle unless I'm in this. We used to do that. We were pretty tight to it. Like, nope, you're not getting to a group. But now what we found out, especially with the millennial generation, is that they don't feel they don't want to feel so boxed in. And uh, there are plenty, of, you know, I'm in a boomer, I'm a baby boomer. And so, you know, plenty of boomers that don't want to be like, you got to do it this way, feel. So what we find is that, hey, you can come in at any entry point, you know. So there may be people that you disciple that are, if you're in a missional setting and you're in your neighborhood, you start discipling there. And then you say, hey, you know, let's get into this community, et cetera. We just had a church in Jacksonville that planted with this model. 
And uh, this, is, this was their last option. They had, they're in an urban setting. They have uh, porch meetings. And uh, they started there with discipleship. And then they're adding a once a month, hey, we gather if you'd like to come. So it, we're becoming a lot more flexible, I think, in our culture with these things. So we have two tools. The first one is next. It's for uh, n- new believers. And then we, our primary tool is called Exchange. And Exchange is four modules it covers four different areas of spiritual growth. Somewhere on the wall, there is that. Um, and so it's, it's uh, much more uh, in-depth. We unashamedly slow down because our philosophy is that it takes at least six months for the wall of Adam that he hid behind to come tumbling down. And so if you don't take that long, what we find out is there's not a life change at a deeper level. So we intentionally spend time uh, with, with the tool. So let me, let's talk about uh, technology a little bit. Like anything, as we know, uh, technology can make a negative or positive impact. So some of the things that we see in our culture, for example, so this vertical line here represents 2007 when the iPhone was first released. This, this top line is seniors in high school, and the, these are 10th and 8th graders. So for example, not hanging out with friends, look what happened when the iPhone was released. This, so I have two teenage boys, 17 and 19. This is a significant issue. I used to go out and play capture the flag until, you know, mom made us come home at, you know, at 9.30, it was dark outside and she's yelling out the back door and all that, right? Those days are gone. They, they get locked into their video games and, you know, hey, well, don't you want to go have lunch together or play ball with your kid or your friends? Like, nope, I'm going to stay right in my room. Uh, here's one, and no rush to drive. I'm not sure this is a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, youngest son turns 18 in just a couple of weeks. He just got his driver's license. I got my driver's license on the first minute I turned 16, <laughs> so things have changed. Less likely to get enough sleep. Turn those devices off. That blue light is keeping you awake. And so we have often had to confiscate their devices before they go to bed. Here's the most serious one. We had a session where we talked about loneliness and how challenging it is and how difficult it is. And so I think it's, I think it's very serious. So let me, um, I'm going to do something, Eric, maybe you can help just so that you'll understand the app just a little bit more. It's going to be a little bit of a rerun for those of you. Just be, again, give me about four. We're going to pass out the books um, just so you can at least get a feel for the books. And now I'm going to show you how that works uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to the tools. So and so we have these sample books. And if you don't mind, just leaving them when you when you leave today. That way we can use them over and over and over. So, yeah, if we can have some help, I'll get some help going here. Oh, you got them? OK, thanks. So, for example, if you turn to page, when you get your book, if you turn to page three, I'll give you an idea of kind of an overview. In fact, let me just jump up here for a second. I just want you to get a kind of a flavor of, of this tool. So this is Exchange. There are four modules, like I said, six sessions in each module. We highly, highly recommend you don't do them every week. Do them every other week so that the, so you can do life in between and uh, and enjoy one another and not always make it about the tools. We're really fighting. Last session we talked about labs. Every session has a lab. It's, it's some are fun, some are moving, some are locational, some are sensory, but we're always getting beyond the information transfer. So when you look at page three, uh, actually page four and five. Every session, uh, so there's a Disciple Maker book, a Disciple book. For the Disciple Maker, we have a guide that says, hey, here's what's coming up. Here's the focus. Here's the lab. Here's things to pray for. Just a kind of a bite-sized coach as you're moving through. If you take a look at page, so the Disciple does not get that, by the way. If you look at page six and seven, uh, that's a two-page introduction. It's always two pages or less. It's short, but not shallow. We're trying to get them to, just to read it, digest it, read it, digest it, read it, digest it. And then if you look on page 8, 9, and 10, it's just a self-study sheet, etc. And then there's a place to journal. We believe in journaling. 
as you look at that, you might think, hey, that looks pretty regular, pretty normal. But I would just remind you that the content is specifically written for one-to-one. -one. Uh, there is a volume of great group curriculum. This is not it. So if you if people ask or repeat this question, hey, can I use this for group? You can do whatever you want, but I'm just saying it's not designed for that. We felt like there was a, a, a missing gap in, the, in our church culture that there needed to be specific content for one-to-one -one so that we can be a bit more cu customized, a bit more personal. Yeah, so that's, that's a given chapter in, in exchange. If you look on page uh, 26, this, just to give you an idea, gives you a flavor of next and what it is, uh, the chapters that are involved in there. So you can see an overview in the top left corner. As you begin as a new believer, is your new identity as a Christ follower, child of God, part of the body of Christ, etc. How to begin to read the Bible, how to begin to pray, believers' baptisms, basics on the Holy Spirit, who He is. What do you do when you're tempted? What do you do, this is chapter 7, when you blow it? when God loves you no matter what, how to share your story, et cetera, et cetera. So very basic. So both of these tools are in print. I wanted to kind of show you this so because there's a volume. So when you look at the printed material, uh, I'm a book guy. I like regular books, uh, but I used the app one time and I never went back to the books. Uh, so here's Exchange. Uh, it's heavy. And uh, when you we have people in certain areas of the world like Nepal, and uh, they're carrying on their backs hundreds of pounds of books because they can't read. So sometimes you, you're in an area where you can't help but have the books. We have a large cabinet in our church where you have to store these. And so you have to sort them and you have to print them. You can, so again, we have no profit. To, you can go on the website and buy these at cost where you get no profit. You can print them your own or you can use the mobile app. And there's no cabinets, no storage, no distribution. You can see what I favor. <laughs> and so, uh, and it's really easy to use. So let's jump in um, to the app and let me kind of show you and kind of scoot around. If you haven't downloaded the app, I'm going to ask you to leave the course. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's some general, like, don't kind of hardly need to mention these advantages of using an app. Okay, uh, of course, there's no cost to the app. There's even if you print, you say, "Hey, these PDFs are free." Well, kind of. You got to print them, right? And you got to store them and staple them and bind them or staple them or something, whatever you can do. So that there's no cost, there's no storing, there's no distribution. The, ma the mobile app is always with you. So, you know, you're stuck in traffic and you can do, you know, some content stuff. Um, all the, I'll show you that all the, the every, sort of like in English, there's seven different translations of the Bible. Uh, you know, KGV and EJV and AJV and ABC, and they're all in there. Um, we did that same thing for Spanish. We have many, uh, we're creating more languages in the app, so it's all there. But the Bible buttons are right there, different Bible versions, different languages. And then when you go to start over, so let's say, for example, I'm using a book, and I've gone through it with somebody, and all my answers, and some of the answers are going to be standard. What did Moses say to Joshua and blah, blah, blah? Okay, that answer probably is not going to change. Now I'm going to circle around with my second disciple. I'm, I'm starting with my sixth one through these tools. Now I'm going to start around, now I've got all my content in a book. Well, in a mobile app, I can change that content. It's a lot more changeable unless I start writing up the margins and then on your third one, and then you write on the side of the book and then on, you know, so, so it's a little bit easier there, okay? So let me show you some specific advantages that are unique to the, to the app beyond just the general stuff, okay? So, uh, and by the way, you can find the app two ways. You can go to smallcircle.com and click on Get the Tools. You'll see the print there, and it will also lead you to the Google Play or Apple Store. So uh, when you go to the Google Play or Apple Store, when you go to Google Play or Apple Store, you just search, uh, search for small circle, one word, come right to the top, and then you download it. I highly, highly recommend that you do the tutorials, which we'll see. So I'm going to kind of walk through this. So when you come into the app, uh, this is what you'll see. Now let me show you that there is a web app and there is a mobile app. They are identical. They are identical. So the reason that we have a web app is so that you don't have to thumb type 
all your content. So the idea, this is how I work, and this is the idea, do all your work on your laptop or your tablet or whatever that is. It automatically connects to your phone, and then when you go in your session, you just take your phone. So I want you to remember our champion is who? Jesus. Good, thank you. <laughs> Get out. Everyday people, yeah. Somebody's always got to be spiritual. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. So let me kind of give you a little tour and not just to say, hey, look how slick this is. We tried to make the user experience normal, but we're not into slick. We're really trying to say, soccer mom Sally, how can she use the app and how does it make her feel more confident? And uh, how does it save her some time? And so that was part of our um, part of our deal. So when you go to the when you go, you'll see here. This is smallcircle.io, like e i e i o, smallcircle.io. That's the web app. It's an identical sign in. It's an identical interface. Uh, login information, totally the same. So you can go to smallcircle.io, or you can go to uh, your your um, you know um, your mobile app. I'm going to show you a couple things down here. There's only one thing that the web app does that the other one doesn't. I'll show you what that is, okay? So uh, I highly, highly recommend that you go to the tutorials, even before you sign up and sign in for the thing. When you click on the tutorials, you'll be taken to, I think, 13, 14 different little short videos, and uh, it makes it super easy. And uh, just click on those. It'll take you right to the videos, how to sign in, most of the time when people call with tech issues, I will ask, have you looked at the tutorials? And when they say no, I just hang up on them. And uh, <laughs> makes it easy. <laughs> I do say God bless you before I hang up on them. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, you're going to, you know, when you come into it, you'll see sign up, and reset your password, kind of standard deal, change your language, and then uh, I'll explain this church affiliate portal, Okay. So, uh, so when we go here, you'll see different languages. I recorded this a while back, so there's more. So English, Spanish, Arabic, Russian, Ukrainian, Hindi. Uh, we're putting French in right now, but we put them in from the back end. So we're putting, we're in, like I said, about 50 languages. And when we find a culture that really wants to use the app, we start putting it in. And so it's uh, super duper to use the languages. One of the things I'll say that I didn't see coming when we created the app. We created the app, of course, because it's the language of our culture. One of the things I didn't see coming was persecuted countries. So um, when, you, when you're operating in a persecuted country, and uh, I mentioned last uh, session, uh, Open Doors USA, you probably know that organization, comes out annually with a 50, top 50 uh, list of, or a list of top persecuted countries, highly persecuted countries. We're in 60%, maybe 70% of those countries. And what we find is that two guys sitting in a cafe with Bibles doesn't work. Um, two guys sitting, even groups don't work in many of those environments. You can't, it's too dangerous. Two guys sitting there with curriculum doesn't work. Two guys sitting there with two mobile phones, not a problem. The second thing I would say is that we've been to Cuba a number of times and other, other places that are more you know monitored. And so we are inches away from having a version that's internet independent. So in other words, they can get, uh, and it only works on Android. Most of the places in the world are using Android, not Apple. And so they can get the information and the content if they go to an internet cafe or they can get it through their computer and then they don't need the internet anymore. There's some advantages of using the internet as we're gonna see, but for the content, that means they don't have to print it, they don't have to store it, they don't have to carry it, and it's with them all the time. So uh, super, super great for, for that. Uh, all right, in the bottom here, you'll see this thing called Church Affiliate Portal. Let me explain what this is. Every, each of your churches or an organization can have your own unique code. It's super easy. You go to the tutorials, it will show you how to get that code. So let's say, you know, your first ABC Church of Nashville, right? Nashville Community Church. You can have your own code for that church. And so what happens then, let's say you're the person, you're the discipleship pastor that's navigating the discipleship ministry in your church. 
everybody that uses the app will have will be tracked within this system for you uniquely to your you can do this over a denomination a whole ministry network your own local church doesn't matter ever who's using that code is going to show up so let me show you how this works so when you click on the portal uh, and so this is our church 360 church in sarasota uh, you go to the menu and you'll see disciples disciple makers are all users, etc. So you click on some of those. You can send notifications, by the way. So let's click on, uh, when you click on Disciple Makers, then what happens is you'll have active users and inactive users. Inactive users can still use the app, but it indicates to you that they haven't used the app in 90 days. That's when you pick up the phone and say, hey, Bob, everything okay? They've either hovered, no problem, or they have dropped the ball. You need to know that. So when you have, for example, when we first started, we had three pairs. We had six people, excuse me, six people doing uh, discipleship in our church. Now we have 150 people that are doing one-to-one disciple making in our church. So that's a little hard to navigate. And if you use books only, which some people in our church refuse to use the, the um, you know, to use the app, um, we have a special seating section for them in our church. Uh, and uh, so you have to do a spreadsheet if you really want to shepherd it. That's a big deal. In other words, hey, Bob, how's it going? Well, you know, I kind of been kind of not doing my job as a disciple maker. Okay, how do we get that going again? If you don't, I'm telling you, just like groups or any other ministry, if you just let it go and let the weeds grow, you'll be sorry that you did. So this helps you. So in other words, you would click on uh, active users or inactive users, either one, but let's click on active users. And then you'll see uh, there's yours truly. You click on that and it will show you the exactly where I last left off. I was looking in the Russian, obviously, at the time I was doing this, but it tells you what Bible version I'm using, where I last left off, exchange number two, and uh, it will give the percentages of where I'm at, page three on this, this module. So it will give you all this information and you don't have to do a thing. So for those of you that are navigating, it will give you this, tells me that I'm 99% finished with, um, with the app. And, um, and there's another tool. So, and then it will list in here my disciple makers. Uh, so there's my disciple maker or my disciple. It tells you all the information that is needed there. Uh, so he's now started with another person. So I can kind of tra- track him. So we say disciple makers, when you're finished, you're not finished. You're kind of coaching them as their new disciple makers. So this will give all the information. So it's really valuable for you because it's doing the work for you. Does that make sense? Uh, so that's one of the unique features. Here the, here the, uh, uh, so this is a bookmark, kind of nice. Um, so it will tell you where you last left off. So you come and you went on vacation, you came back. All you have to do is go to your home page, click on snapshot and or on the um, on the bookmark, and it will take you exactly where you uh, were the last time. So it's a nice feature. Along the bottom, there's some uh, icons, nothing new there. Home page. There's a library. There's uh, communication between the two. There's some notes. So this is the library, and you'll see three tools here. Now, we've talked in our sessions about Next for brand new believers. Exchange is a longer uh, uh, journey together, about a year and two months or so. And then Mix, which I'll talk about. Mix is not in printed version. Uh, It's a lot of content, and I'll explain what that is. It's really not another tool, so don't let your brain get overloaded. It's a companion tool. And so, uh, again, I'll share with you what that is. But so let's take a look at a, a couple of this. So, for example, if you click on the next tool, you'll see the 12 sessions that you've seen uh, in the book, uh, you know, that I showed you the printed book. And it's super simple. So there it is. All the content is identical in the books as it is in the, in the mobile uh, deal. There's a disciple maker guide. And then here are the sections of that the disciple maker is going to see. So when you click on any of these uh, these areas, you'll you'll be taken to the, the information. So there's a snapshot of the chapter. Here's a word of advice. Here's the conversation starters. So when you click on there, it just becomes right in front of you. So pretty straightforward at this point. Nothing nothing really kind of crazy. Um, when you go to the next tool, which is Exchange, 
You're going to see then uh, the four books or the four modules of exchange. And so uh, we click on that. There's your four modules, zero, one, two, and three. You'll see when you click on these, remember each one of these has six sessions. So there's your six sessions in book zero, for example. So then what we've done is when you click on any of these chapters, you're going to see there's the Disciple Maker Guide, there's your intro, there's the lab, there's a worksheet, and there's the place to journal. Just as exactly the same as in the printed material. Then what we've done is taken every intro and broken it up in six little chunks. That way you can, you'll see progress report on the right side. So when you click on that bookmark, it's going to take you right to where you left off. When you start over, you can just say, restart my progress, and all your checks will do. You know, so when you finish with somebody, just restart my progress. It takes all those checks away, and you start fresh. Again, that's in the tutorials. This is a typical uh, way it's laid out in, in like the introduction. Again, there's your Bible button. And so when you click, so all the Bible verses that are in the tools, they're really right at your fingertips, and um, it's, it's uh, easy to navigate. So you click on... Bible button there, and uh, boom, there it is right in front of you. Uh, optional reading, this really plays into roles. Like We have a list of optional reading, and uh, so I don't know that most people do that, but when it's right at the, your fingertips, it's much easier to do, and they're more apt to do it. Uh, we have a memory verse we think is important to memorize the Scripture, and so having it on your phone is a big deal. Uh, when I used to do it in printed material, to be honest with you, I wasn't so good at the memory verse because my book's back home, you know, so this makes it a lot easier. So all your Bible verses are right there, okay? All right, let me tell you, this is the feature that I think is super important. So in the worksheet or the workbook, there's the workbook entry. This was the thing that changed my head about the whole thing with the app. So every in your worksheet where you would have a writing area and, you know, the study sheet, when you click on this, we friend each other in the app like you would on Facebook. It's in the tutorials, very easy to do. You friend each other on the app and I get to see the disciple maker gets to see the disciples content in their workbook. This is a game changer. It's a super big game changer. So when this stops, I'll tell you why it's such a big game changer. Or at least I think it is. So I can see now my content that I've typed here. I can see my disciples' content here. And I've taken a note about my disciples' content. Let me tell you why this is so important. Soccer mom, so as a pastor, um, I'm used to hearing, uh, you know, uh, things that are difficult, right? When people come in, uh, I'm involved in this, I'm doing this. And so... You know, we in seminary, you take classes on how not to freak out when people tell you really crazy things, right? Most people have not done that. So now I'm in, I'm soccer mom Sally. I'm going in and my disciple, her disciple tells her something that's like, wow. Now she's like a deer in headlights. What would I say to that? How do I react to that? Uh, what, what, what do I do with that? Okay, we're removing that shock factor. Because she's going to read her, her disciples' content. So when she comes into the session, at least she's got a little bit of an idea of where we're going with this conversation. She can begin to pray, what are we going to talk about when we get there? So what we're doing is, we're and we're cutting away, would you put on question four? I, I hate that approach, just to be honest with you. You know, I hate to be a receiver of that. Hey, Steve, would you put on question four? Okay, well, blah, 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 blah. What'd you put on question five? Okay, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I feel like I'm in Sunday school, right? This takes that away. I already know what you put on question four. So I'm not going to waste my time in our precious session, you know, the, the time that's treasured. I'm not going to be wasting my time gathering information. I've already gathered the information before I got there. Now I can go right to the, to the conversation. Here's where I, here's where it really hit me. So in this the guy I was discipling at the time, he said, um, when I was 16 years old, 16 to 25, I, I came to Christ when I was a kid. And when I was 16, I walked away from Christ for nine years, from 16 years old to 25. But he brought me, but Christ brought me to my knees when I was 25. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a note. I'll show you how to do this. I'm going to take a note. 
Talk to David about what happened. What happened at 16? And what brought you back to your knees, you know, to, to Christ at 25? I'm going into the session with that preloaded information. So you may think, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm telling you it's a big deal. Here's why. Because last session was, how do we get away from inf information transfer? This is a big way to get away from it. I'm not just gleaning information. I already have it. And now I'm like, I'm right to the conversation. So I come into the session. I'm like, Dave, I was reading your worksheet. Man, what happened when you're 16? Boom, we're in. I'm not, I'm not having to spend time. Does that make sense? Once you experience it, you'll be as excited as I am. <laughs> because you get right to the crux. So watch what happens. So... Uh, when I read his content, uh, then there is a, uh, a place then I can take notes, which is right down here. There's a little note icon. So I click on the note icon, and uh, here's my notes. Talk to David about what happened when he was 16, what brought you to your news, what finally, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to take that note, and I now have that, that note. But over time, you're collecting all these notes. So how are you going to discern... Uh, which notes you're going you're gonna to go to. So the cool thing about it is that I've taken that note, and on the notes, I can trash it, I can favor it, or I can unfavor it. So I'm unfavoriting every note of every session that has come up to this. I'm only going to favorite the notes of this coming up session. So I'm, now I'm going to favor this note, and then when I go to, so are you sure? Yep. And then I'm going to go to my notes section, and you'll see just all my notes I've ever taken and only my favorite notes. So guess what this becomes? When I look at my favorite notes, these are my talking points for my session next Thursday with Dave. So when I'm going over, and I'm not sitting there with my notes, I'm like, okay, my next talking point, Dave, is this. But I'm reviewing before I'm going to meet with Dave. And now I'm going to, now I, I've got all the, if I forget where it is, I just click on it. It takes me to the exact same spot. So I'm just toggling back and forth from the notes to the, his notes. From notes, I can't, oh, I can't remember what that is. Click on it. It comes right back here. It tells me what, what's happening. Do you have a question? Can the disciple also take notes? The disciple can take notes. A great question. You're only seeing the worksheet answers. So every, the disciple and the disciple maker have the note taking ability. I'm not seeing that person's notes, the disciple's notes. I'm only seeing his worksheet. So they can take notes like Steve's an idiot and I won't see that in his notes. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Super big game changer. Just in the conversation. All right, so let's go back to the, this third tool mix. Let me give you just a little bit of backdrop. Some of you, uh, well, I'm sure we all heard Jim Putman uh, and uh, from uh, Relational Discipleship Network. And, um, and so uh, a few years ago, I read his book, Discipleshift, and really liked his relational spheres. Um, and which are, as a believer, I have a relationship with um, God, I have a relationship with my family, I have a relationship with my church, and a relationship with unbelievers. And so I met with Jim, I met with his team and said, hey, I'd like to take this, this concept and put it in our mobile app uh, just as a companion tool. And so let's say, for example, you're with your disciple and they're saying, man, I'm really struggling with prayer. I, I, um, I start praying to God, and then I run out of stuff to say in two minutes. Very common, right? Or I, my mind is cluttered, I start drifting, or my prayer life is just super weak, etc. So that's when you would dip into this tool and say, hey, I'm going to uh, uh, go to what I need and bring it into the session. So this tool is not like the other tool where you're going to go through sequentially. It really is a collection. I look at it like a chocolate box, you know, and you, you kind of, I want the ones that don't have the jelly, when the ones with the walnut, you know. So, um, so let me just kind of give you a little bit of a feel for that. So there's the God sphere, the church sphere, the, the unbeliever sphere, and the home sphere. And so so, for example, if you, again, I think we go on this example, we go to prayer. So let's say, for example, you click on the God sphere, and you'll see in here prayer, Bible reading, your Word of God, worship, surrender. So, again, if someone said, man, I'm really wrestling with the Bible, I don't know where to begin, there's, you can go here. So when you click on any of these, so, for example, if you click on prayer, 
there's about 25 to 30 different ways to approach prayer. And so just really super simple, practical things. So this is one of my favorites, Bible reading prayer. So if you said, man, I'm kind of struggling with what to say in prayer, kind of run out of stuff to say, I do is click on Bible reading prayer. And here's a collection of Bible verses that you can read back to God. You can pray back to God. So for example, Psalm 8, uh, verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. So I would say, let's pray that. And then we're going to pause. God, your name is so powerful. Your name is majestic and you're all overall. And then I'm going to pray this. So it helps them to kind of get the engine going. So again, many, many different ways of praying. Same thing with the Word of God. So you click on the Word of God, 25, 30 different creative ways of how to, to read the, the, the Word of God. Yeah, let me let this stop and then I'll get right to you. Then there's worship and then there's surrender, et cetera, et cetera, different uh, angles. In the home version for the family, you know, we've been talking about family. We specified this because the family unit is so different these days. There's single parents, divorced, widowed, uh, parents that have kids, parents that don't have kids. So when you go into the app, you'll see all those. So you may say, I'm really stressed out now. Do you have kids? You don't have kids. Are you stressed out with that, kids? Oh, yes, I guess. Sorry. And then if you have kids, it's like really stressed out. There's a whole section in that. So at any rate, there, it's really specified to go in. So it's only, only really designed to, to reach in when you need it. You don't feel like you have to go. There's so much content. Don't go through all at the beginning. Yeah, Matt. Are they seeing it when you do it, or are you showing it from your phone? Like, So you went into next went into prayer. <laughs> do they see it from your phone, or do they see it from their phone? Their phone. Yeah, or we can do it together. Hey, let's do it together, you know. And so the idea, by the way, with these, with the mix tool, and like, let's say the 25 different, 30 different ways. So let's say Ray and I are going to, we're in discipleship together. And all of a sudden I say, you know what? Uh, I, man, I like number four. And he says, I like number six. Great. You do six, I'll do four. So it doesn't, it's really trying to customize it to the user. Does that make sense? So yeah. Yeah. If you um if you're discipling and you enter someone in as a disciple mm-hmm. and they enter you as a disciple maker, yeah. we can still see each other's notes. The disciple notes that, um, Yeah, the worksheets. The worksheets. The disciple maker can see the disciples worksheets, okay. not the other way around. Okay. However, for those of you who are the, in the other sessions, when we get to book number uh, or the third module, we become iron sharpening iron. And so, um, and so I want to create a feature where they can now begin to see our work too, so they can speak into our. So you don't have to be logged in with a church code. No, the church they, code is totally optional. You have to go through that extra step of entering them. So that you yeah. Can so when you come in to the app, uh, you will, in your sign in information, you're going to choose for yourself I'm going to be a disciple maker or a disciple. You can't be both. Now, I'm both in the app, but I've entered two different uh, email addresses. So you can be both if you have two different email addresses. Because I'm always checking content, make sure we're okay and everything. But you would, you would just say, I'm disciple maker. And the person you're going to disciple, make sure they choose disciple. Because a disciple maker and a disciple maker cannot pair. One has to be one or the other. So when you come in, again, the tutorial will show you how to friend each other and connect within the app, and then you're off and running. Other questions? So at any rate, that's the, that's the app. Uh, again, there's tutorials. You can see how it, uh, it rolls. If you go on smallcircle.com, uh, last year we went out west and recorded from A to Z films on Small Circle, and you t- click on free courses, they're, they range from two or three minutes long to maybe the max is eight or nine minutes long. And you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go. How to launch in my church, how to get this thing going, why small circle, all that. And then you can share that also with your leadership as well. Okay, I want to show you just a short video of a guy in our church, uh, Chuck. Chuck is an everyday person. And Chuck would represent our measure of success. <clears throat> in the sense that he is an everyday guy. He is an introvert. He's been in the church culture quite a while. And the power of having one-to-one disciple-making, I'll let you hear from his own voice. He'll refer to a guy named Martin. Martin is a, a gentleman in our church who is starting with his sixth disciple. And uh, he will refer to 360 as the name of our church, so you're not lost in the story. 
Shortly after we started coming to 360, we inquired about joining a group, a small group. After we joined the group, I discovered exchange and decided that it was something that I wanted to uh, explore. Well, very quickly, um, after we got into exchange, I started seeing how powerful a tool this, this program is. Because of the structure of exchange and the way that it proceeds, it allows somebody to start at the very, very fundamental, basic tenets of Christianity and start building on that. Not only are you learning about your faith, but you're also learning about being with another person and getting close. And that's the part that I, that's the part that really surprised me. And what really surprised me is how quickly that started happening. I'm a, um, a very reserved person. I don't open up to most people. I, you know, I don't share a lot. I've never shared a lot with a lot of people. And until I started exchange with Martin, um, I can honestly say that there's parts of my life that nobody has ever heard. That's not the case anymore. The power of someone listening and not judging is just unbelievable. I mean, it's, to know that I have the ability to talk about anything that's going on in my life I've never tried. Just the freedom of being able to not have the fear, the worry, the embarrassment of, you know, thinking that what you're saying is being judged in some way. That's the power of, of what this has done for me. It takes a lot of work to be guarded. And it takes a lot of work to get over that. But, man, if you do, wow, what a difference. Yeah. That's success for us. It's not that Chuck has this vast Bible knowledge. He knows more about the Bible. He knows more about the Lord. But he's found a place, a safe place. Um, in uh, just a couple of months, a good friend of mine is getting married. Uh, he led a gay lifestyle for about 30 years. Um, he walked away from that lifestyle. I hired him as one of the pastors of our church, and uh, God has healed him and brought him to a place uh, that he is, has a national ministry for those that struggle with same-gender attraction, uh, unwanted gender, same-gender attraction. We probably had um, six to eight to ten people that, would not feel safe here in most places, including our church, to be honest. They feel very safe here. That they can come and talk and be okay with saying, I'm broken and uh, I really need some healing. So I can't encourage you enough to fight, not just for disciple-making, but for disciple-making at a level that you're seeing life change at a deeper and relational level. It is worth the fight by any stretch of the imagination. So um, I want to pray for you as we close. I'll hang around if you have questions, because I know it is a little bit warm. So I'm going to pray for 15 minutes. And when I finish praying, everyone will be gone. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Father, thank you so much for making a way for us to know each other, and yet we're afraid of it, God, at the same time. You know us. You know our frame. You know our, uh, our internal thinking. You know our fears. You know our desires. You know our wiring. So, God, thank you so much for that. Thank you for intimately being in tune with who we are. So as we leave this place, God, this, this time that we've had together, I pray for each of the leaders that are sitting here, and pray for their fight. We know, God, sometimes that the, the current of our church culture is strong. 
I pray for those that are sitting here that are passionate about disciple making at their church, but it may be in an environment where that's not an open door yet. And so they walk away excited and yet challenged. So we pray together. We pray for each other. We pray, God, for those that might feel that challenge and that tension. And pray, God, for an open door. Pray for a supernatural, miraculous open door in the, in the leadership of their churches. We pray, God, that we won't walk out of this place with just concepts and feel better about ourselves because we have a new way of thinking. Help us to have a new way of living, a new way of leading, a new way of acting. And pray, God, that we'll understand that wildfires are started with a spark. And we pray, God, that we'll cause, be a catalyst to that spark. But we recognize, God, that without you, we can do nothing. So we all surrender ourselves. Again, no matter how many years we've been surrendered, we surrender today. And ask, God, that your Holy Spirit would take hold of us and not let us give up, not let us quit the fight. And know, God, that there's still a lot of mileage in front of us. So we pray, Father, as we go to our own, back to our own church families, we'll begin to activate what you've, what you've catalyzed us and called us to do many, many years ago. And we pray that we will be obedient to the Great Commission. We pray, Father, that we will lean into you for our strength, for our creativity, for everything that happens, and for changed lives for the soccer mom Sally's. Help us to make them the champion. That's why you've called us to shepherd. And so, Father, we want to be careful in all things that we give you the glory, give you the credit, and we point all the honor back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for being part of our session. And uh, I'll hang around in case you have questions. that wraps up all of Small Circles track sessions from last year's forum. That was fantastic stuff from Steve McCoy. Hope that you enjoyed those episodes and I hope that you were convicted by some of the stuff that Steve said as I was as I was listening through these before I gave them to you. Go check out smallcircle.com and go to your app store, whether you're an Android or an iPhone, and download the Small Circle app so you can begin using those tools for people that you are discipling. All right, y'all, have a great rest of your day, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Disciple Makers Podcast. See ya.